Thanks for joining us at another Two-Age Sojourner. Uh, we're looking at Philosophy Friday, and I've got my brother Nick Cleveley with me. Looking forward to this show. Nick, what's up? How you doing, bro? Hey, bro. How's it going? Good, man. Good. How did the weekend go? Oh, actually, actually, <laughs> that's going to be confusing for people listening on uh, <laughs> on Philosophy Friday. It's like the weekend hasn't <laughs> the weekend hasn't happened yet, but it's the first time I've actually spoken to you since the last weekend. So let's just get all that clear. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, you, good preach. Yeah, uh, went pretty good. Uh, started a new series on apologetics, so uh, super amped up for that. Cool, apologetics. That's yeah. a that's a perfect overlap and segue into the kind of thing we want to be speaking about in Philosophy Friday because um, I suppose the whole thing... Philosophy Friday. What have you done on Philosophy Fridays before? Well, that's the, the thing is... All right, let's pull it, pull it right back. And just before we go into apologetics full swing, um, I, I've just been playing around, just, just wanting to open the category up a little bit because I think a lot of people think philosophy and they think, oh, what, you know, what has that got to do with anything? Yeah. Uh, in, in the Christian life. And I know we speak often about the place of theology, of course, in, in the pulpit and in the, you know, in the Christian's mm. life and everyone's got to be a theologian. Yep. Um, but, you know, a philosopher, I think people feel a little bit more wary. You know, you've got, it seems like you've got biblical texts that speak against the study of philosophy almost. And, yeah, um, 1 Corinthians. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so, you know, there's this weariness and, uh, and so let's, let's, you know, what I've wanted to do with the philosophy Friday thing is just show how useful, well, firstly, to sort of set up an understanding, uh, philosophy must, it actually must be part of our, our, uh, repertoire, so to speak as Christians. Uh, if we, if it's not, we're not going to be able to engage with the world in which we live at a certain level. 100%. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, philosophy is the history of the thinking of the West. So you yes. need to know where you've come from. Right. It's the use of the rules of logic. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's important stuff. It's semantics, you know, right. uh, defining your terms in your discussion. Yeah. That all falls under the category of uh, philosophy. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, um, I mean, just think about it. You're not going to be able to just, you know, if you just limit it to what you've said right there, you're not going to be able to discern things properly. I mean, as a Christian, surely you want to be able to discern uh, messages coming at you, you know, um, worldviews. You want to be able to engage with people in evangelism. And that's yeah, where, are, where are people coming from? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, of course, you could peel it back even further than that. I mean, Western philosophy is, of course, our jam, and that's, you know, our context. But, I mean, really, at the end of the day, philosophy is just a uh, love of wisdom. And, you know, you've got, you've got, the the book of uh, proverbs <laughs> essentially that is uh you know appealing for that very thing um a love of reason a love of the way things um gain are, wisdom are gain understanding yes gain it's yeah. essentially commanding everyone to be a philosopher now of course we don't want to that doesn't mean everyone has to study platonism or everyone has to study uh you know nietzsche or, or a certain kind of philosophy but it, it does mean that those things that often pertain to common grace and common sense and uh yeah, and the big questions the big who questions I? Yeah. where do i come from yeah what is there how do i know that's all philosophy right exactly all right so it, it, you know while we while we're talking about the the common objections to it um we've mentioned the biblical passage 
Um, they, they, you know, I think the first Corinthians is one of them. I'm not sure if there are uh, others that have slipped my mind now, but you know, there's that they, they give a certain hesitance. What's that? End of Colossians two. Yes. Yes. Good. So, I mean, what, what, what would we say to people that, that, um, that mention those texts and say, listen, steer clear. So I guess we'd, uh, you know, bring up the traditional uh, distinction between the ministerial use and magisterial use of philosophy. All right. And what do we mean by that? So uh, magisterial use is where philosophy sits above the Bible, sits above, sits above God and yes. sort of dictates to God. Yes. Um, so as the magisterium over God. But we don't do that. We use philosophy in a ministerial way, which means that um, we recognize that all truth is God's truth, mm-hmm. that philosophers and people with good logical brains uh, engaging uh, in the realm of common grace uh, are able to observe things correctly. Mm-hmm. And in the area of logic categories, they come up with good terms that are useful in progressing um, our discussion about Christian things. So, for example, um, the Aristotelian categories of first and second causes. You know, we, we, we've gladly and happily used those categories because they help us talk about how God works in the world. God is the first cause. But, you know, when God allows evil, he, he allows it in a secondary way. He's, mm. he's the, the second cause. And then uh, freedom, uh, free agency and all those other things come in. But we're using philosophical, we're borrowing philosophical categories to help other people understand what the Bible teaches about God and free agency. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And the ministerial magisterial uh, distinction is very, very helpful for not only philosophy, but really any, any body of knowledge. I mean, we're, we're thinking about what a Christian does with the, you know, the sciences, um, just, yeah. you know, we're, we're not uh, essentially you want to retreat from anything. Psychology. Yep. Yeah. Psychology. Totally. And, you know, actually while we're, while we're uh, thinking about uh, what the space Philosophy Friday is for, um, I, I wouldn't throw psychology in there. Uh, I do, I think, because, you know, truly there is a great overlap between um, psychology and philosophy. Um, Definitely. You know, your and, view of man, your, your view of emotions, your, your interior life. Yeah, it's, it's that's It's all right. bound up in philosophy. Totally. And so, and it's very relevant too. I mean, you think about the, the, the Jordan, Jordan, uh, Jordan Peterson wave, you know, that's just <laughs> sort of flowing over everyone yeah. at the moment. I think it, it just becomes us to be able to, I mean, thankfully a lot of that stuff is just uh, very, very helpful. Um, but, you know, you just want to have some level of, of uh, engagement and critique the whole time. And so there's another example. Um, yeah. And maybe here's a helpful comment just on the Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. wave is, um, Roman Catholic philosopher Charles Taylor uh, talks about how we are in an age where he's, he's in what we call an imminent frame, uh-huh. where we have in our naturalistic world explanations of significance, but without transcendence. So without recourse to God, we mm. now answer all the big questions. Mm. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's just another symptom of what's going on in our particular age. Yes. Agreed. 100%. And that is so important. In fact, I think we should dedicate a whole show to that. I mean, that would be very, very helpful. And what's interesting about him as well is that, you know, you find yourself you know, amening a few things along the way, like, oh, yes, thank you for saying that. That's great. You know, especially the fact that it's well received, you know, sometimes on the gender stuff and, and, uh, and, and those, those areas. Yeah. And yet at the same time, uh, you know, next thing you know, he's quoting the Bible because apparently he's done a lot of study on, on, uh, 
on Christianity as a faith. And, you know, you can see how he, he basically just turns it into a form of liberalism and everything symbolic for something else. It's a form of like psychotherapy. And, and, yeah. uh, and so you've got to, you find yourself bracing. Oh man, what a mess, you know, on that point. And uh, how sad I mean, it, it, it is. Boil, it boils down to life hacking, doesn't it? It's uh, a it, bunch it's, of life hacks. That's true. Now, I like life hacking. I think that's good, you know? And, uh, but you've, again, you've got to know where to put that. And philosophy yep. will help you do that. And, and, uh, and you know what, actually, I think, and this is maybe one of the reasons I wanted to carve out a space for philosophy in, a, in the context of two-age sojourning. Yep. The, the thing that will ultimately help you know where to put philosophy is this idea of common grace and uh, the yep, reality you know, of the covenant and uh, the two ages and the fact that we are, though um, we have a, a foot in heaven and we are apart and sacred and live by another ethic. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's something uh, already not yet about, about what we're uh, all about as Christians. Uh, there is another part of us, and without being schizophrenic, another part of us that's very much, you know, we have a foot here on earth. And uh, we, we know where to put that stuff. We know where to put uh, the truth uh, that comes from philosophy. We don't have to reject yeah. it and retreat to some sort of cave. Um, we don't have to feel threatened by it. And that's often to, yeah, the, exactly. the reaction, isn't it? It is. That's it. And uh, it, it, you know, it was never advocated in the Reformation uh, to retreat from that stuff. I think Kelvin even denounces uh, uh, all who wouldn't read the philosophers as being superstitious, <laughs> you know, they, they basically, uh, it was never solo scriptura. It was always sola scriptura, which comes back to that whole, what you were saying earlier with the magisterial ministerial use. Um, you know, the, the word is overall, that's where we get our framework our understanding, mm-hmm. but we, all, all truth is God's truth. And the Bible wasn't intended to capture everything about everything. Um, and, yeah. and, and, you know, th- the human brain, I mean, it's it is remarkable what God has left to come in grace in terms of what people have gleaned over the years, and yeah. um and and what quite frankly is not in the Bible, you know, yes. um and so yeah, totally, that's good. I mean, so I'm reading that what I've been doing the philosophy Fridays on a little bit earlier was um, uh, the Stoics kind of you know you know my trip with the stoics right now yeah, uh, i yeah. feel like i've just been sleeping like the stoics man i you know i've always known about him you know i've always seen seneca and aurelius and all those guys and just kind of yeah thought, you know but man it's very very good and um and a lot of it is directly relevant to what we're saying right now and that like yeah like the peterson thing you know a lot of it's just going to be good life hacking stuff which has its place as long as you're not emptying the cross in the process which is you know what you have to have your, your discernment for. Um, and yep. so, you know, again, that's where the theology intersection meets. Um, yeah. So, okay. We were going to talk about apologetics um, at some point and we want to, and hopefully that just gives a little bit of a context for what we want to do here. But, you know, we've mentioned, let's just, let's just set this up uh, at least. Um, Sounds good. We've mentioned, psychology we've mentioned philosophy we've mentioned uh how that i mean that is obviously going to lead us to engage with the world in which we live as christians i mean the next obvious step there is philosophy right and i mean at least yep. sorry uh, apologetics uh, Apologet- uh, you know and and i'm putting this all in the bucket of philosophy by the way 
Um, and yeah. apolo- apologetics are just, you know, basically we're saying, all right, so in light of that truth claim or in light of that psychological, philosophical or scientific truth claim, years uh, years how we engage with that philosophy, years how we let theology cross over into it. So that's, it's really, I see um, apologetics is almost the the intersecting point between philosophy and theology. Hundred yeah. percent. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So th- yeah. you know that's why I think it has its rightful place on this point. So um, you know that's that's what Philosophy Friday is all about. And if you're listening in on this, and um, you know you're you you find yourself kind of scratching your head as to wow, philosophy really is this uh, is this something we need to get into? Um, you know just just take a step back, take a, you know, take a breather, relax. No one's, no one's saying anyone needs to go and read some crazy, um, you know, uh, massive works on philosophy or has to, you know, we all have the story of the friend that kind of went to uni and fell out of the faith because of, uh, you know, his philosophy lecturer or whatever it is. Philosophy 101 nailed him. The yeah, exactly. And, said, and, you know, yeah. is God all powerful? Right. And stood up and said, well, if God's all-powerful, can he make a stone he can't pick up? Yeah. You there know? we go. Yeah. And that, that actually comes back to what you were saying earlier, doesn't it? I mean, we need, we need to be able to cope with that kind of thing. I mean, obviously, we must. And, um, and so we're well within the realms of philosophy at that point. Yeah, um, and maybe just to yeah. continue to sell it. I mean, here's, here's a little uh, picture I've been thinking on, and that's seeing apologetics as inoculation. Yes. So inoculation is where you take a disabled form of the virus and you put it in your immune system to react to so that antibodies build up so you have some sort of defense. Mm. And so apologetics is preparing yourself to have to make a defense when people ask you hard questions, according to 1 Peter 3, 15 and 16. Right. Um, yeah, and philosophy is, is very important uh, just in terms of being able to identify a lot of the wrong beliefs and a lot of the wrong worldviews, because one of the things we're doing in apologetics is we're critiquing worldview. Yeah. Because every every statement we make and every belief we we have comes from a worldview. And as uh, <clears throat> as people who are in the world who are engaging people with with unbelief and non-belief and other beliefs, um, we've got to engage with their worldviews. And yes. uh, yeah, important tool. Uh, so, you know, as you're speaking, I mean, one of my favorite guys, and we have to wrap up, but one of my favorite guys uh, is Francis Schaeffer. You know, I know you too. Mm, he's a good guy. We share, we share an affinity there. And uh, yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, he just basically. We'll have to, we'll have to do a Francis Schaeffer episode. Sometime. Oh, we'll have to. We'll just don't let me forget because that's great. <laughs> he really, I, I think he is just, he uh, gives us the model that we need in so many of these things uh, exactly. in, in the place of philosophy in the Christian life. Uh, apologetics, evangelism. We need to talk more about Francis Schaeffer for sure. And it's very, very interesting, I think, the way that Francis Schaeffer's um, whole deal on common grace intersects with Klein's whole deal on common grace. So again, that, that might be a good one for Technical Tuesday or something, but we'll come back to that. Thanks for joining me, Nick. Awesome, brother. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Two Age Sojourner. Be sure to go check out the website, twoagesojourner.com. And do us a favor, leave us a five-star review, get us on the map. Come on, this is good stuff. And what? just let that guilty conscience right now, you enjoyed the podcast so much and yet you're just going gonna, gonna to do something else. You're not going to give us a five-star review, are you? Stop right now. Do it right now. Don't, don't, don't do let it. this moment slide. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do All right, conscience. that's it. Do it. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>